Life has a way of throwing unforeseen events and new opportunities our way. At Glover Orndorff and Flanagan Wealth Management, they are dedicated to putting your interests first with a truly personalized approach. They are there to bring confidence to your investment planning choices. Whether you need income production for retirement, 401k guidance, long-term investments, or other financial planning needs, they'll focus on the establishment of a plan tailored to your life's priorities. For more information, call Bill Orndorff, partner with Glover Orndorff and Flanagan Wealth Management today at 321-344-1202. 321-344-1202. Investment products and services are offered through Wells Fargo Advisors Financial Network, LLC. Member SIPC, Glover, Orndorff & Flanagan, LLC is a separate entity from Wells Fargo Advisors Financial Network. Sicario's Gun Shop buy, sell, or trade firearms, purchase Class 3 NFA items, custom builds, gunsmithing and cleaning, Liberty Gun Safes. Sicario's Gun Shop fully supports our military and law enforcement. Visit online at sicariosgunshop.com or in person at 5325 North Wickham Road, Suite 105 in Melbourne, Florida. Sicario's, where you come first for your second. said it twice let's go we are locked and loaded on shooting straight radio also known as second amendment university and yes baby class is in session you better believe it i am royce your host and professor emeritus of all things second amendment second amendment studies a veritable super spreader of constitutional propriety and we got a lot to talk about today because your host is as often pissed off about the recent turn of events with the Alpha Tango Foxtrot and the uh, totalitarians in government in general. Um, man, I'm telling you what. Uh, before I get into that, I want to remind you, you can go to shootingstraightradio.buzzsprout.com. Shootingstraightradio.buzzsprout.com. You can, uh, if you want to sponsor the program for as little as $3 a month, you can do it there. ShootingStraightRadio.Buzzsprout.com or ShootingStraightRadio.com. You can also hit me up there with an email, Royce at ShootingStraightRadio.com, and I always respond. 
Also, don't forget about Voice of the Blue podcast and Rocker and the Redneck. You can find them on your favorite podcast platform, too. Now, let's get into things because things are moving quickly in this country and all over the world. Many states, multiple states, are trying to ban this and ban that and demand that people register this and register that. Uh, I've got news for you that every gun control law is just another incremental step towards registration, which is just another incremental step towards confiscation, which is just the final step to uh, genocide and totalitarianism and tyranny. And it's going on in this country already. You've heard about the battles going on in Illinois. There's a second federal lawsuit now being brought against uh, the state of Illinois for passing that totalitarian monstrosity of a gun control bill that demands that people who own assault weapons must register them and they have to give up their 30-round magazines and such or have them modified to only hold 10, blah, 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 knowing good and dead gums thinking, well, it will do nothing, 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 not a single stinking thing to make people safer. They know that. They can lie about it all they want. It isn't true. It never will be true. Their purpose is to disarm us, me and you. This is aimed at us just solely. We are the targets of this legislation, not criminals. If they really wanted to target the criminals, they would actually prosecute them, but they're not doing that these days either. Now, tyranny and criminality, or tyrants and criminals, they're birds of a feather. They really are. If you really think about it, they're very lawless people. They, uh, they don't heed the law. The totalian, the totalians, <laughs> that's the Italian totalitarians. The totalitarians, uh, defy the supreme law of the land all the time. Every time they pass a gun control law, that is an utter defiance of the supreme law. And they know it. They know it. They know it. They know it. We know it. Everybody else knows it. Criminals are the same way. They defy and disdain and disregard the laws that tell them they can't rob, rape, murder, steal, everything else. So they are indeed birds of a feather. The tyrants are simply a whitewashed version of the street-level thug. Their aggression against the people, both, both parties, the tyrants and the criminals, their aggression and violence is like fire. It can spring up anywhere, anytime, and it spreads quickly, and it does an unbelievable amount of damage. That is exactly how George Washington described government. He said it's a fire, it's a necessary evil, but it must be contained with the Constitution. Well, they've obviously escaped their bonds and their bounds. They don't care about it now. They're working outside of the Constitution, and they know it. They've never been held to account. They've never been uh, jailed for it. There's been no repercussions. There's nothing. There have been, there've been no laws passed against their violations, no laws that prescribe punishment for these people, and that's why they keep doing it, because they're criminals at heart. Just like fire needs an ignition source, it needs oxygen, and it needs fuel in order to flare up and spread, that's the same 
the that, that that's a good way to describe uh, tyranny and uh, rampant violent uh, rampant criminal violence, I should say. So these people seize upon every ignition source, and I'm speaking strictly of the totalitarians right now. Every tragedy, every opportunity, every crisis, every spree shooting, every mass murder by gun is their ignition source. They seize upon it. They admit this freely, that they don't want to let a good crisis go to waste, and so they seize upon it, and they immediately prop it up and use it to start another fire, another fire that they will torch our rights with. And just like it needs an ignition source, fire that is, it also needs oxygen to fan the flames. And the oxygen for the totalitarians is the media, yeah, full of hot air. And the other propagandists who spread the bull fertilizer and the false narratives that they have already crafted in anticipation of the next terrible tragedy and mass shooting. And they immediately advance the false narrative. And the primary false narrative that they're advancing these days, they speak about gun control as if it is the only answer. It is the only solution to criminal violence with firearms. And therefore, their opinion only must be heeded. Oh, no, you you gun owners, you're, you're part of the problem. And they'll tell you that. You're part of the problem. No, we're not part of the problem. We are part of and we are the solution to violent crime and, yes, to tyranny also when necessary. So you get an ignition source and then the media hot air people come along and fan the flames and uh, put the propaganda out there and all the false narratives and then the fuel that keeps that fire going, unfortunately, is the acceptance of and the compliance with this governmental and or criminal aggression. The more we comply with it, the longer the fire burns. Fire is defended against by always having firefighting equipment nearby. Fire extinguishers water hoses, water sources, fire hydrants, etc. And so, in like fashion, in order for you and I, my fellow Americans, my fellow constitutionalists out there, in order to defend against tyranny and the street level of criminality, we must also be armed and ready to defend ourselves whenever this crap flares up, whether it's on an individual basis as a crime being perpetuated against ourselves and or our families, or on a collective basis and standing up against the totalitarians. And yes, what I mean by that, sometimes it takes citizens armed and standing out there in open view, basically telling the government, you will not cross this line. And if you do, there will be trouble, we assure you. Oh, Royce, man, you're, you're, you're fomenting insurrection. Shut your pie hole. I'm fomenting patriotism. I will say it again. I said it in the last episode. That's what I'm trying to do. I'm trying to tell you people, sometimes you might have to stand up to your own government. Do I want to? Nope. 
nope, I'd rather the government just unscrew themselves and realign themselves with the Constitution. But that's never going to happen any more than a criminal is just suddenly going to go straight and go, you know what, I've been a real jerk, robbing, raping, murdering. It's time for me to turn over a new leaf. Well, unfortunately, the damage they've already done, you know, whether they turn their back on a life of crime or totalitarianism, doesn't matter. They've already done a lot of damage, and they have to pay for their crimes. So, what keeps a tyrannical government at bay, or what keeps criminals at bay? An equally or superior armed intended victim who doesn't feel like being a victim. I want all of my listeners out there to cultivate this very attitude within themselves. I don't feel like being a victim of totalitarianism. I don't feel like being a victim of criminality. I don't feel like being a victim, period. I want to be left alone to freely exercise rights I was born with. And y'all can back the blippity blank up and don't crowd me, don't bother me, or I'm going to bite you. That's what needs to happen. Now, the totalitarians in this country are growing quite impatient, I've noticed. I used to say that the communists, they, don't, they didn't care about timelines. They're, you know, they, they, they don't care how long it takes as long as they get to the end result. And that is, for the most part, true. But the ones in this country are getting very impatient with us. And um, they, don't, uh, they don't like us constitutionalists. They don't like us being armed. And they want us disarmed ASAP. And what's the key to disarmament? Well, I've talked about it in the last program. It's registration. If the government knows what you have and where you have it, they can come and take it. Now, that's why I'm not surprised, not one little bit, at this recent criminal action by the ATF and their most recent demand for registration of pistol-braced AK and AR platform weapons. It doesn't surprise me. I've said this before. The ATF is incrementally registering our guns, and we haven't even realized it. They've been doing it since 1934. You understand that? 1934, they've demanded the government pass an, an illegal law that violated the Supreme Law, and they said, you will register your short-barreled rifles, you will register your short-barreled shotguns, you will register your fully automatic weapons, your suppressors, and other items in this list. Well, that was the beginning of the gun registration, people. Don't you understand? 1968, the 3310 form was implemented. You know what that is? If you go down to your local dealer and you go in there on a Monday and buy a handgun, and you know what? Hey, I like this handgun. My wife likes I'm going to get her one, too. You go back within a five consecutive business day period and purchase another one. I don't know if you understand this, but dealers are required by a federal illegal law to create a 3310 form. And it has your name, your address, your birth date, everything you put on the 4473 form to buy the gun. And it has the make model and serial number of the guns you bought and we are required by law to send that to the ATF. What do you think they're doing with it? You think they're just putting them in a pile for future reference? Oh, no, no, no. No, 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 no. You 
had some of your guns registered and you didn't even know it. Now, we got the ATF once again changing its mind faster than a jilted prom date, and they've illegally declared that all pistol-braced AR and AK platform weapons must be registered, surrendered to the ATF, or modified to meet the myriad of moronic and confusing requirements that they've set forth, as though these... I'm trying to be polite. No, I'm not. These worthless piles of totalitarian trash actually believe they have the right and authority to simply dictate laws from the agency. I told you I was pissed off about this. This is just another step in their incremental registration scheme. Are you getting it now? That's all this is. I will tell you exactly what's going to happen next. Hear me, mark my words. They're going to have another rule change. You know, just like they did with bump stocks and what they've done now with uh, pistol braces. There's going to be another rule change. In other words, they're going to dictate law from the agency again. And they're going to declare AR-15s and AK-47s and all of the other weapons uh, in that category to be machine guns and they're going to demand that they be registered or modified to a bolt action type platform or surrendered outright this is their plan mark my words people mark my words listen to me carefully they've already been incrementally registering our guns it will take nothing for them to take this other step we've been complying with their illegal acts of aggression against us since 1934. And unfortunately, they know good and stinking well that we'll do it again. Because there's already people asking me, well, how do I register this? And I tell them, you don't. Oh, Royce, you're, you're encouraging people to break the law. No, no, I'm not. No. Yeah, compliance with an illegal law is absolutely acceptable. Any law that is repugnant to the Constitution is null and void. And we shouldn't have to spend tens of thousands or millions of dollars going back and forth from court to court to court trying to get a judge to make these people see things the way the Constitution says them. This is what's pissing me off. People, listen to me. Their plan is to disarm us. Period. End of story. I don't care how much they say it isn't true. They are liars. They are thieves. They are murderers. And they cannot be trusted. You never trust a criminal in, in like fashion. You don't trust a federal agent that's wearing an ATF and, for that matter, an FBI badge. I can't trust any of you anymore. And if you think I'm being wrong about that, because there's some good agents in there. If you're a good agent, get your sorry butt out of that agency. Join a different agency. Put your talents to use elsewhere. But as long as you're with that agency, you are part of the problem. And don't you tell me you're not. Oh, well, they do some good things, too. The best thing they could do is leave that agency or help take it down from within. You know, like they're helping the Democrat Communist Party due to this country? This is why Royce is pissed off. And I'm going to take a brief blood pressure break and we'll be right back with more Shooting Straight Radio here on your favorite podcast platform 
Don't go anywhere because the heads of the listener retention squad, uh, yeah, they're on standby. You don't want to meet them. Be right back with more Shooting Straight. As many of you know, I, your host, am a firearms instructor, and I run all of my firearms training business through shootingclasses.com because it simply doesn't make sense to try to do it all myself. With automated roster creation when students sign up, payment processing and automated emailing to your students reminding them of the class date and time, it simply doesn't make sense to try to do all of that by yourself. Get signed up with shootingclasses.com today and take a big load off yourself. Shootingclasses.com Counter-Strike Tactical is the best little gun store in Melbourne and proud sponsors of the Shooting Straight Radio Podcast. Visit us at 1008 Strawbridge Avenue and see the custom AR builds by Anthony Vallejo, owner and combat veteran, plus go-to weapons brand rifles, AR-15, AK-47s, handguns, ammo, tactical rifle accessories, and more. Anthony also offers laser engraving and serifoam. So stop in at 1008 Strawbridge Avenue and visit the best little gun store in Melbourne. Or call 321-499-4949 and tell Anthony that Roy sent you. WJS Guns in North Merritt Island is where you need to go for all of your outdoor needs. Firearms, ammunition, accessories, holsters, body armor, fishing tackle, and much more. WJS Guns also offers blue label pricing for law enforcement officers on multiple firearms brands. And above all, WJS Guns offers friendly, exceptional service to everyone especially to ladies and first-time gun buyers. For more information, check them out at wjsguns.com and tell them Royce sent you. Massive thank yous to all the sponsors of this program. I sincerely appreciate all of you guys. Um, Without you, this program would not be possible. Just want to give you some updates and stats on it. 42 countries now, over 1,500 cities, all 50 states, and growing. All because of all of you. Thank you. Thank you all. By the way, I've noticed that I've got quite a few listeners in Illinois, and all of you guys rock. I appreciate you. Multiple cities. I'm actually going to give each city a shout-out probably in an an upcoming episode just to say thank you to all of you up there and to encourage you to stay the course in your fight against that crap that was just recently passed against you in total violation of the Supreme Law. Now, I've been saying... The government's plan under the Democrat Communist Party is to disarm the entirety of the American populace so they can have total, unchecked, unfettered power over us, dictate to us our every lives, much like like they're trying to do now. And um, they are doing that by incremental gun registration, which I've already laid out in the first half of the podcast. So if you missed it, go back and catch it. Now, I'm going to read this article, which is perfect. It, 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 I couldn't really lay out this argument any better than Mr. Ryle, editor-in-chief at Ammo Land. I believe I pronounced his last name correctly, R-I-E-H-L. Uh, if I didn't, Mr. Ryle, I'm sorry for mispronouncing your name. Please send me an email and, t- and correct me. 
and with the correct pronunciation. But this is an article he wrote called Disarming the People, How Dictatorships Used Gun Control. And he's going into a factual, historical look back at all the countries in the 20th century, especially, that used um, gun control to subdue their people and rule them with an iron fist. Now, he's primarily talking about communist countries, Russia, China, and the like. And so those are the primary ones he's looking at here, although there are others too. And here's the article. I'm reading verbatim. He said, Mao Zedong once said, political power grows out of the barrel of a gun. And you've heard me actually quote Mr. Zedong, uh, who is in hell roasting right now as we speak. And um, that, that was extra, no, no extra charge. And um, I do agree with that. If you're not armed, you have no say. You have no vote. Okay? So he said political power grows out of the barrel of a gun, which is why he made sure no one in China could access that political power. Throughout history and well into the modern world, gun control legislation heralded the death of democracies. Usually, it preceded an attempt by the government to take full control of people's lives. Is this sounding familiar? Weapons bans frequently led to human rights abuses, including massacres and sometimes outright genocide. Oh, Royce, that would never happen here. Uh, it's already happened. Look up Wounded Knee. Yeah, look up Waco. Okay. Uh, those are two examples. I'll, I'll keep going. Um, according to a 2022 Gallup poll, 66% of Americans surveyed support stricter gun laws and a sizable majority, I'm sorry, sizable minority advocate for a total gun ban. Uh, the propagandists have done their work well, have they not? Most of these people base their opinions on recent tra tragic events like mass shootings and high crime rates involving firearms and refusing to believe the government would ever do anything to take away their rights. It's almost as if they don't remember the lockdown, that is, the COVID lockdown. Granted, it was for the sake of public health, or so they said. Oh, don't they say that gun control is for the sake of public safety? Granted, it was for the sake of public health in the beginning. Still, once the United States government began restricting travel and requiring the entire population to take a COVID vaccine designed in just a couple of days, as was the case with Moderna, Many Americans began to view this as an abuse of government authority, especially when some of some who took the quote unquote life-saving vaccine died from COVID anyway. A government gets away with whatever its people allow. Hear that again, people. Listen to me. A government gets away with whatever its people allow. What did I say in the first uh, the first half of this program? We've allowed them to incrementally register our guns. We complied with illegal registration schemes. That's why it's so important for us to not do so now with this pistol brace crap. A government gets away with whatever its people allow. A recent attempt to ban semi-automatic firearms across the state of Illinois was met with widespread resistance. And yes, hallelujah, thank you for all of you fighting in Illinois. 88% of the state's counties refuse to enforce the government's mandate, and they can because of the Second Amendment. Did you catch that? You hear what he said there? 
they're able to refuse this mandate because they are armed. And if they decide they're not going to be unarmed, and if they decide they're not going to register their weapons, what's the government going to do about it, especially when they have their own local sheriffs backing them up? Additionally, sheriffs work for their communities, not for the state. Unfortunately, this has not always been the case. Many historical and current dictatorships had their start when they stripped firearms from their citizens and robbed them of their right to rebel against injustice. Start with Nazi Germany. In the 1920s, during Germany's post-World War I Weimar Republic, a law was passed that mandated every gun-owning citizen to register their firearms with the government. One more time. I know you've already heard it. I'm going to keep driving it home. Registration precedes confiscation. Confiscation precedes abuse and genocide. Back to the article. The bosses in the upper echelon of the Republic authorized the confiscation of any arms considered a threat to public safety. Does this sound familiar? Although law-abiding Germans obeyed and registered their weapons, leftist thugs like the communists and the Nazis who were yet to come to power blatantly refused to comply. Well, isn't that something? You mean the, the, the people with the evil hearts refused to comply with a registration scheme? And gee, why would they do that? When Hitler's government took power, he used the Weimar's Republic firearm registration list to track down and seize arms from every communist, Jew, and undesirable person in Germany. Well, who were the undesirables? Whoever the government said they were. This left them defenseless when the Gestapo herded them into concentration camps to undergo the most horrific human tragedy the 20th century has ever seen. Now on to the Soviet Union and Russia. There's actually an article by Mr. Friel, or Friel, I hope I'm saying his name right, um, how Russia lost their Second Amendment, the right to keep and bear arms. Here's just a little smattering of it in this portion. He said the pre-Soviet Russian Empire was a lot like the Wild West. The Cossacks, nomadic people who roamed the steppes and much of Ukraine, were servants to nobody but themselves. They repelled Muslim raiders from the empire's heartland and lived off of mercenary work as well as occasional raids of their own. They were free to purchase guns and sometimes made firelocks of their own, occasionally even casting their own cannons. The article, How Russia Lost Their Second Amendment Right to Keep and Bear Arms by uh, Russia Beyond, describes how even city dwellers had a, fond a fondness for firearms, especially if they were foreign. German Mausers and American Brownings were plentiful and cheap, and even the lowliest street sweeper, whose salary was a meager 40 rubles per month, wouldn't need to break the bank to buy a new Browning High Power, costing just 18 rubles and 50 kopecks. This all changed when the Soviets took power. Similar to Mao, Joseph Stalin said the only real power comes out of a long rifle. Communists said they were creating the purest democracy known to man and that everyone would be equal. Does this all sound familiar? You know, like here in the U.S. right now? 
However, during the Russian Civil War in 1918, only soldiers possessed guns. The Bolsheviks conducted a mass gun confiscation campaign, threatening 10 years of prison time for anyone who concealed a firearm. Hear that one more time. Threatening 10 years of prison time for anyone who concealed a firearm. Oh, what's the penalty here in the U.S. for most firearm crimes? 10 years. Birds of a feather flock together. Civilians were only allowed to possess firearms for self-defense again in 2014, but only if they could get through the logjam of registration paperwork to get the gun in the first place. And now, China. In a case of supreme irony, the very few, the, the very people who invented gunpowder have some of the strictest gun control laws in the world. Under the queen, I don't know if it's king or queen, Q-I-N-G, we'll call it king. Under the Qing dynasty, the latest, uh, the last Chinese dynasty before the communist takeover, ordinary individuals were permitted to own their own 50 caliber matchlock muskets or foreign guns like Winchesters and Mausers for self-defense as long as they were registered. The king recognized their army and militias could not be everywhere all the time. Since bandits and criminals were everywhere, they permitted their citizens to use the same firearms issued to their military. This was common sense. You paying attention out there, all of my ATF handlers who monitor my program? More importantly, the king, Q-I-N-G, allowed their people to bear arms because of past experiences. The last time they attempted to exercise gun control laws, only law-abiding citizens turned in their firearms, while outlaws and highwaymen, that is, robbers of the, of the roads and, and the highways, kept using theirs. What a shocker! What did I say in the first part of the program? These laws are aimed squarely at the law-abiding, period. End of story. And whenever you have a government that wants to disarm all of the morally-minded, lawful people, it's because that government has immoral, unlawful aims against those people. The Shinsu Emperor, lamenting the decision of his gun ban, wrote, Recently, we have heard that the people have no weapons and cannot repel aggressors. Bandits, on the other hand, can profit, and the good people have to endure bitter and poisonous misfortunes. Now, we think that the weapons and armor which the people originally ought not to have had and which were strictly forbidden in the past, such as muskets, fowling pieces, bows and arrows, knives, spears, and horses, ought now to be retained in their possession and not forbidden." Return to their original owners those weapons which were initially turned over to the officials. And now he says, if only California, New York, and Illinois had the wisdom of the emperor. <laughs> Amen and touche there, Mr. Friel, Mr. Friel, however you want to pronounce your name. He says, of course, not all good things last forever. 300 years after the emperor rescinded his gun ban, Mao and his communists took over. 
He was quoted as saying, all political power comes from the barrel of a gun. The Communist Party must command all the guns. That way, no guns can ever be used to command a party. Oh my, gee, really? You mean that's how communists think? Well, I got news for all of you communists out there and all of you dictator wannabes and all of you totalitarians and, yes, all of you in the ATF and FBI and every other corrupt government agency. We think a certain way, too. Our thoughts align with that of Mr. Charlton Heston before he passed, where he jabbed a rifle in the air and said, from my cold, dead hands. All of you in Illinois, you need to adopt that slogan. All of my fellow keepers and bearers across the United States, let's put more emphasis on that slogan. I really think we should be sending letters to the ATF every time they rear their ugly head and tell them, you are violating this statute, this, uh, this uh, uh, amendment, this amendment, this amendment, and you are in violation of the Supreme Law. And we're not, going to comp- we're not going to comply with your dictations. So pound sand. I tell you what, you dump about 100 million letters onto that agency every time they screw up. You tell me they're not going to take heed? You tell me they're not going to be thinking, my goodness, we better need to step outside our office. We might get shot. No, you won't get shot unless you try to shoot us. Then you'll definitely get shot. We have every right to. People, let me realign your thinking along constitutional lines just one more time. People in high office put their pants on the same way you and I do. They're not cut from a higher moral fabric. As a matter of fact, the opposite is quite true more often than not. Their enforcers are not cut, are, are not cut from any higher moral cloth either. We are all human beings. We, the people, are a lot more lawful and law-abiding and morally-minded than those above us. I don't, like, I don't like saying above us. They're not above us. They're our servants. For them to come along and tell us, you have to register that gun. We've decided we don't like it. You know what that is? That is totalitarianism. That is tyranny, sanctioned by the federal government, and it's time to put a big stop to it. The best way to put a stop to it is to let them all know we're not going to comply with your law because it's constitutionally illegal pound sand. Line up at the hardware store, buy you a bunch of hammers, pass them out to everybody in the agency, and head for the beach. We're not registering anything. That's going to do it for this edition of the Shooting Straight Radio podcast. I hope you've enjoyed it. Share it around with ever, with ever, <laughs> trip it over my tongue. Share it around with all your friends and everyone else, and I'll catch you on the next one. Keep in contact with your representatives. You own them. They work for you. And don't forget, incoming rounds always have the right of way. Royce out. Second Amendment University, class dismissed.